Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I just, I washed this like 30 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> You're back. Just, it's fine. Yep. I mean, I feel like I've. Because I did two episodes with Rose, mm-hmm. and now two episodes with you, and I've had the same hair yeah. and makeup. So, like, I don't know. No, you look great. Thank you. I needed that. I've been loving your eyeshadow. I've been staring at really? this entire time. I'm like, you're so good I've been good trying at it. to, like, get better at my eyeshadow. You're like, so I'm good really, at it. I've always you. felt that way, though. Really? I feel like you're good at your makeup. I'm not I good. try really hard. You are killing it. I've Thank been you. staring at it this entire time. I'm like, it's so cool. There's pink on the top. Yeah. And Thank you for doing <laughs> I try to do like I'm trying it. I got new like makeup brushes too, uh-huh. so I was like, ooh. So it like it's it's a yeah. I love it, killing it. Thank you. It's just fun, yeah. you know. Okay, though we get to read emails. Woo. Let's get into it. Hi guys, it's me Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy, and guess what? We have your favorite Rachel motherfucking W. I'm bitch. back. I love that we call Rachel W. I know. Rachel W. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we love it. It's, it I think the re- first one we might have put my last name, then I was like, let's take it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were yeah, talking yeah. about like... Really what did we even talk things. about? I don't know. It was when we were both single and very young. And very young, very fucking drunk. It's when I lived with Jules. Yep. I have not talked to... I forgot about him. <gasps> I have not no talked way. to him in years. Where is he? In New York. What? I like texted him. And I was like, hey, Jules, just checking in. Hope you're doing okay. And I didn't hear back. So I was oh. like, all right, I'll take it as a sign. As he's doing great. He's fine. <laughs> you don't need me. Yeah. He's okay. He's doing good. So, but it's fine. You know, seasons for reasons. Mm-hmm. Or is it reasons? It's seasons. Seasons. It's fine. Seasons, reasons. Reasons for the seasons. There you go. Is that it? Seasons for the reasons. Reasons no. for the seasons. <laughs> Reasons. I'm tired. Seasons. This is my fourth episode I, that I've recorded today. I'm exhausted. I'm tired just from one before this. <laughs> so, and it's also like so late. It's past I'm my bedtime. I'm so sorry. I know you. You. Oh, no. up, like, I'll try my best. We'll, no, we'll get through we'll this. this. We're good. Let's get into it. So I have an email that says, "I fucked up. Please don't judge." I can't wait for this. You one. picked this one because yes, you're I like, did. "This looks fucking." It's juicy. in all caps too. <gasps> it's kind of oh, it's a cute chunky one. Do you want to read it? Sure. I know just, you want me to. I know. <laughs> I know you want me I just to. don't feel like reading right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hi, Steph. Hey. And she spelled my name right. I know. Cute. Um, I freaking love this podcast. I started listening before COVID, before TikTok, on a random <gasps> day on Spotify when I was 16. And I'm glad I did because your podcast has helped me so much. Wait, hold on. She's 16. She was 16. When she was sixteen, and she she listened before TikTok. Before TikTok, that's crazy. Before COVID, <gasps> that's like a real ass fucking fan. A this shout is out an to you, OG. This is an OG. Okay, um, she's a Libra. Cute. <laughs> she's over eighteen. That's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> consent. Uh, yeah. Okay, as a black girl in a predominantly white country and no sisters or mother, I was in a dire need of a 
person of color, girly talk. And honestly, I can't thank you enough. With the, like, cute emoji with the little... Oh my god, cute! It's like the little, the, like the little, like bunny twinkle ears. eye. Yeah, I love it. Oh, is it bunny ears? I thought it was like a twinkle. I thought it was like a, oh, is that? I don't know. Oh, I, maybe it is. <laughs> I th- it looks like bunny ears. Okay, I thought it was a bunny. But either way, it's cute. It's cute. Um, I couldn't help myself. I had to say that. Okay, now for my dilemma. I'm 18, almost 19, and I'm too scared to get in a relationship. I've been on a few dates, but nothing further. Well, this is where things get weird. So please don't judge. We will or, never or judge. We probably have done worse. Literally, yeah, exactly. It's fine. Um, where did I lost my spot? So please don't judge me. But I met someone online when I was 16, and he made me feel better than anyone I've met IRL. I had to say IRL. Yeah. Uh, I often make friends online, but for some reason this man was different. I'll call him George. Okay, Sadly, George. I made a few dumb decisions when I started talking to him. One, I lied about my age and said I was 25. Oh, shit. Eh, have we been there? Maybe. Yeah. Um, two. Remember AIM? Yes. Yeah. We'd, oh my god! We were I go 18 the, I go we were the, like twelve. Well, what is it called again? We would say like ASL, age, sex, location. Yep. Oh my god! I had an internet boyfriend uh, at twelve. Oh my for gosh! Sure. I don't think I ever did. I was too scared. Also, I wasn't like. I was so scared too. Me yeah. and me and my friend Ria both would talk to him, and there were it was like our internet boyfriend. Oh God, I, I felt it. like I was like in love. Oh, back to the aim days. I know. Okay, sorry, we're getting distracted. Yeah. Um. Okay. Where was I? Okay, so one, we lied about our age. Said we were twenty-five. Two, I told him my name was Elena, Elena, not my real name. Three, I sent him my real pictures. IDK if that counts of being a catfish or not. He was suspicious because he said I looked younger, but of course I didn't admit the truth. You must be wondering why I lied in the first place. I am, Elena. Well, George is in his late 30s and he's married with two kids. I found that out later. He is hot. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, he was on a dating site, and on his profile, he said he only wanted 25-year-olds and over to message him, but he is the hottest man I've ever seen, and 16-year-old me decided to lie for fun. I've never knew we would be talking for years. <gasps> I know, dumb. <gasps> Elena. I don't know why, but I like him very much, and as weird as it sounds, he's the closest thing to love I've felt. But I feel guilty because we have this weird online sexing thing, and I can't lie. I never knew it was possible to experience an orgasm through words, pictures, and videos, but OMG, it was life-changing. I mean, yeah, sexting can be yeah. so fun. Yeah. I forced myself to be with other men I've dated IRL, but it's quite it's never quite the same. It's actually disappointing. I keep comparing everyone I go on a date with to him, and sadly, I've yet to find someone that makes me feel the way that he does. We live really far away, and I don't think I'll ever meet in real in real life. Sorry, IRL, uh, due to a situation. But after almost three years of this, I feel like that makes me feel I I deserve to be fully loved, and the guilt of liking a married man is starting to kill me. I don't know how to get over him because I've tried a few times and I always end up going back. Do you think I should tell him the truth or do you think I should continue this thing? Is it even legal? Please help me. Okay. She said Stefan co-host. That's me. Oh, Stefan co-host. Love it. And she saw my name right. Okay. We're not judging you, of course. Um, but I do want to know, did she say why she lied? Why did she have to lie about her information? Um, remember when we would, it's fun. 
Also, he said on his, <laughs> sorry, that's not good. That's not good advice. But <laughs> she said that he, on his profile, said he only wants 25 years and older. Oh, so that's why she lied. And she said this was the hottest man she's ever seen. So. Um, what? She's also from Europe. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. This so even more interesting. And you're in Europe all yeah. the time. You're very familiar. Um, okay, there's a there's a lot to unpack here because this is illegal, <laughs> like very illegal. Well, she's 18 now. She's 18 now, but um, but when she was 16, and yeah, it was consensual. But I, like, here's the thing, and I'm not judging you at all because I have a lot of empathy towards you. You know, you're self aware. You're under, you know, you're young. You're learning. We all go through stuff like this. Um, I have a friend who. You know, she was at that time like 24 and she met this guy, I believe probably on Hinge or whatever, started dating him and he said he was like, you know, probably like a year or two younger Mm -hmm. than him, than her. Um, And then they've, you know, hooked up, they've had sex, all these things. And then she found out that he lied about his age. And he was actually a senior in high school. Whoa. Honestly, keeping this person on. She didn't know. Yeah. Like, she was completely. And, I mean, I I believe her, obviously, because she would never in a million years do that. But this man deceived her. And it is. I just. I just have an issue with that because it's it's very deceiving. And Mm -hmm. I understand, like, okay, we joke around and stuff like that. But, like. It's, like, gone too far when it's, like, obviously having, like, sexual, like, relations, you know? Well, and you like, also have to consider the fact that this man does have kids, and if he gets in trouble for this, his kids don't have a risk. dad anymore. Yeah, like, you're putting Not that they at- don't have a dad anymore, but if he has to go, to, if he, go, you know, gets in trouble for it, like... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but no, but he like, doesn't just disappear. <laughs> right, it's, like, it's, 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 um... It's it's really deceiving, and I think it's it's honestly messed up. If I'm going to be honest, like he obviously he shouldn't be cheating. We don't know that situation, but he was at least trying to be appropriate and be like, "I'm 25 or older." If I'm going to cheat, it needs to be legal. It needs to be legal, <laughs> like you know, like he was. Yeah, he did his part. Asked you, expressed his concerns, and he trusted you. He trusted you, and you lied. I know that's so like straight up, and it's. There's no judgment. It's just a little more serious because it could fuck up someone's life. And it's not just his. It's like, think of the kids. The think family. Think of the wife. Like that and if you really care for someone, why would you do that? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you don't even need to say anything because it could also leave emotional damage. No, I think right. you just need to cut ties. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but also you're so young. You're so you're young. So young. You you're so- going to... You're going to learn. You're, you're going to find someone. Girl. Yeah. There's so much. You're going to learn it's gonna hurt even more like just wait yeah and it it, like and and I hate being like so blunt being like you're wrong in this situation but this is kind of it's honestly fucked up it's fucked up it really is it's deceiving it's illegal it's like you know like he's no (laughs) no and I'm not even mad about like the fact that he's married like Mm -hmm. that is like the least of the problem here like the problem is like lying and like the age difference and she was a kid like you know I don't I just 
that makes me uncomfortable to be yeah. honest. And so I don't stand by that, but I'm also going to give you so much grace because I know you are young and there's still so much life to live and things to learn. So I don't think you're a bad person for this. Also, um, a bit of advice to help get over him because it needs to happen. It needs to happen. You have never met this man in person. I'm going to just throw this out there. You might not actually, it's not a might. You don't love this man. You love the idea of this man. You, that you've met other people in real life that aren't going to, no one in real life is going to compare to the idea of the man that you have created in your head that seems to exactly. be perfect based off then with his face. You've attached a face to a persona that is perfect to you. That's why no one will match up. It's you get real. rid of him because you realize it's not him that you love. You don't know anything about this man. You might have talked a lot, but like you need to have time in person. You need to like connect and spend time with this, these like people in order to really understand who they are. This is someone you love or strongly like the idea of, which is just advice to help you get over it because it's going to be so much easier once you grasp that and realize like there are real life people out there that will be a much better match for you. Exactly. Instead of just like an idea of someone in your head. Yeah. And, and he also has an idea of you too because you lied. Sorry. But it's just like it's based off lies, you yeah. know? And so like it like to me, I just, you know, Clearly, this may be, like, your first love and or, you know, I'm not going to say, like, you don't have feelings, of course. But like what Rachel said, it's like, but you have feelings towards someone that's not real. <laughs> like, yeah. it's an idea, you know, yeah. and we, we Which we've also all we, done before. I have fallen in love with the idea of people so many times, like, like every single friends, time, honestly, even <laughs> as friends, even yeah. bosses at work, like you like think you have this idea of who they're going to be and people show their true colors like you know, and like we've done it in dating a million times. Like this is, this is your first experience of that. And I think you're robbing yourself of actually getting to know people in IRL, mm -hmm. <laughs> in IRL to actually have a connection and a real bond that's, that's realistic, yep. you know, because coming from me, I'm also very, I was always very delusional about love and my feelings and the idea of somebody. So I, I understand to that like extent and but it's just like you have to see what things are for what it is and you don't know this man no. you don't you don't see him in his every day also how can you trust this man he has a wife and kids and he's like yes. talking to you even if we'll go crazy crazy hypothetical you end up you you meet and you date how can you ever trust a man who would go on a dating app with a wife and kids it's just that's You've not seen him doing some dirty shit. It's not someone that shit. you want, and it's not someone you deserve. So you don't deserve that's that. That's not even close to it being someone that you should be with. Yeah, yeah. And again, you're 18. You're fresh, girl. I know you have so much more. You to learn. there is so much. I don't even like. I'm excited for you though. Like it's you exciting. should give this up because then you can start living the life that's like fun and in your face. Exactly. Going back lot. to the last episode with Rachel, if y'all uh, don't listen, like choose yourself choose your happiness don't cling on to something that's not, not actually real. working for you not yeah. real like choose you and trust me girl you were you were so young you're gonna experience it all mm -hmm. it's coming don't it's worry. exciting i'm excited it is, for her. yeah 
I love okay. it. You're like, fuck you, don't do that. But I'm loving this journey right. for you. I like loving this journey, but like, don't do this again. <laughs> just, it's okay. We learn. We learn. We learn. But like, but don't, yeah, also don't tell him. Don't even. Yeah, that, that'll, yeah, too much just damage. Don't. Like, I, that's, just cut ties and move on. I can't. Like, that's like very, like, I've never came across. <laughs> I don't mean to judge. It's just. No judgment. Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all the stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash broke girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's better com slash broke girl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. 
Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. There is no judgment. Yeah. Um, Okay, next one. Right person, wrong time, or toxic relationship? Mm. Which one do you think it is? Toxic. Yep. (laughs) Do you want me to read it again? I can read it. Okay. We'll take turns. Okay. Hi, Steph. First off, I absolutely adore you and DePod. I always love when they spell my name right and Mm -hmm. they say DePod. I love and appreciate your honesty and vulnerability. You keep it real and make other women like myself feel normal and validated for things we go through. So thank you. Okay, so I met this man during a hard point in my life. I was in the process of leaving my marriage. Okay, so this is the other Mm -hmm. one. And was just going through a roller coaster of emotions. I was not ready to date anyone, so this man and I developed a really good friendship. I won't lie, I fell in love with him. And I think it was very much mutual. We did everything. We, we did eventually develop a physical relationship, but still did not have anything official because I was still legally married and didn't feel right. Highlight. This man and I created such a strong bond and became like best friends. We talked every day and would always check on me and my kids and even my family. Well, about a year or so into our situationship, I found out he got a girl pregnant. Ooh, okay. Again, we were not in a relationship, so I knew he was seeing this other girl. So I knew he was seeing this other. Okay, so she knew. Yep. I was hurt, but more, but more because I had to find out from someone else. Anyway, he stayed with this girl, as he should, and has created this family. Him and I have maintained the friendship and are still really close. I respect that he has his family and want nothing but the best for him. But he does tell me that he still loves me and misses me and wishes things had been different. <sighs> I swear I have never felt this kind of love and bond with someone, not even my husband. Ooh, God. Literally feel it in my soul. Anyway, I'm torn if I should just try to cut off the friendship altogether or keep him in my life. Sometimes I feel like our relationship is toxic, but other times I swear he's my soulmate. LOL, as dumb as that sounds, please give me some advice. I'm so torn. And she's a Gemini. So she, why couldn't he, why couldn't he commit before? It's toxic. She was saying she didn't want to do it. Oh, right. So they, she was they going were never diff- official. They were just in a situationship. But the thing is, whenever I see anyone bring up the T word of this potentially could be toxic, it's toxic. You will, if it, if it enters the chat at any time. Right. I don't think that there's right. anything else other than like, it, not it's, saying that it's fully toxic. It could have toxic tendencies or like parts of it that are and parts of it that aren't. But I think... I don't know, from my experience, it's like there shouldn't be any toxicity in a relationship. Right. There can be absolute moments of like conflict. There can be uncomfortable conversations. There could be right. arguments. But it's the way that you guys handle them and the like the care that you have from one another that keeps things from getting to like a toxic place. I'm only saying that because I've only ever been in things that were toxic and there's mm. no there's no return from that. Once it turns toxic, or even if it started, you can't untoxify it. I feel it like everyone's different. Everyone goes through different situations. You could both be willing to put in the work 
absolutely. We both go to therapy. Both like if you want it to be healthy, I think it can be done. But it has to be both parties willing. And in my experience, it's usually only one. (laughs) Right, right. I think it's a toxic I think it's hard to say because I think I need more details in the relationship Yeah. because I don't think I know there's no detail on like the dynamic of the relationship. It's That's just true. more so like, it's more so like, Oh, I'm like getting out of this marriage and I met this man, but I it's didn't want complicated. Wanna, it's just complicated. And so, and I think they've just never been fully able to commit because of things kept getting in the way. Right. So, but at the same time, like, if you have to question if it's toxic, there probably is. But at this, so I understand, like, I, I don't know. It's like, I need more details. Well, also, I'll say, if he started this family with another woman and they're, like, off, he's he's saying these things to you like he wishes it was you. He's saying he wishes it was you. It is not you at the end of the day. If he can't get to a place where it can be you, I think this is the time where you get to I think you maybe should make the decision to like let it go for now. It's not like I'm saying to like completely run away forever, but this might be like, you don't ever want to chase something that you is unattainable. It's just a waste of your own time. Right. Like you're wasting time that you could be with someone. Right. Or on your own that you could like learn much more than like trying to chase someone around that doesn't have the ability to give you what you want. Exactly. Like, I don't think it's fair that, he is telling her. So maybe this part may be toxic because it's not fair to give her that hope mm-hmm. when he's not even able to like show up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's, he's all talk, but there's no action. So you have to that's take responsibility really... for your words. Like if right. you're going to say something to somebody that implies that you want to be with them, you have to be able to be with them. Right. And it's also like, what is he telling the baby mama? That's that's the thing. What's I that dynamic? Yeah. I want to know what is he in love with her? Right. Like that's something that she would have to consider is like what is that dynamic and like it's not fair. Also, you don't deserve to be a second choice. No. And like I understand he got her pregnant and so he's trying to stay and be a good dad, but maybe I'm just too progressive and I know that like some people are traditional here. For me, maybe you're fully like I feel like from based off of this, she may have a little bit more of like a traditional sense mm-hmm. of like, okay, I'm not fully divorced. I don't want to do anything. If we're if we're done and divorced, and uh, you know we're going through the paperwork, I think it's fine. Yeah, you know, I, so I, I I don't know where I'm going with this. My mind is ADHD, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying is like I feel like I don't know. He could leave. He could leave the baby. It's fine. He could still be the father of the kids. But he doesn't need to be with her if he doesn't actually want to be with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that if a man really wants to be with you, he'll be with you no matter well, what. I've learned that this year. If somebody wants to be with you and they want to be a good person, like the best version of themselves for you, they'll right. do it. They will literally do whatever they can to do it. Exactly. So it's not fair to feel like a second choice. No. She doesn't deserve that. No, you absolutely don't deserve that. You deserve to be with someone who, if you felt you weren't ready, he would have fought for it. If he yeah, or he, he would have like he, he would have either fought for it or respected it, but he wouldn't have continued something out of respect right. for like both of you. And then, yeah, okay. I, just, I know someone with a very similar situation. I'm just bringing up my friends' stories at this point because I'm blast. I literally have a friend who, like, again, I'm not saying their names or staying anonymous, has you know been in love with her now husband. Like they lost their virginity together or whatever. They've been a 
together for years. But of course, from 15 to now 30 something, like there's been a lot of toxicity. Mm-hmm. There were, girl, she was toxic. They were both to the point where I was like, you guys need to, like, I hated them together because they were so good for each other, but so bad. It was toxic. Mm-hmm. And, and like, at one point, you know, he had another girlfriend mm-hmm. and they would always like hook up, like, when he was still with his girlfriend. But anyways, um, he broke up with that girlfriend and then she came back, was like, oh, I'm pregnant. And, but he was ready with, uh, he was with my friend. Beep, beep. He was with my friend and he gets the call that like, oh shit, my ex is pregnant. The one that I just was with. So, but he didn't want to be with her. He didn't want to be with his ex. But he's going to be a good father. So, like, he chose to still be with my friend, but still have this baby with this other woman. Granted, it's been hard. And obviously, now they're still together. They got married. But, you know, like, the, it was, and this kid is older now. But, um, yeah, like, he like he got her knocked up, and but didn't want to be with her. But obviously, he's going to be a great father. So like, still, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... In that, in that sense, I'm sure in that moment, and I'm not him, but I'm sure in that moment, he's like, oh, I need to be with this woman who's going to have my baby. But, mm-hmm. like, he really, in his soul, did not want to be with her. Yeah. He wanted to be with my friend. Yeah. And, like, now my friend and him, like, they've actually have gone to therapy. They were really toxic. They've gone to therapy. They've worked on it for years. And now they're married and healthy and have created, like, great communication all that stuff so they're like great now but obviously it took years but you had a whole ass baby with somebody else but he chose my friend but it's possible like yeah at the end of the day think of if you put yourself in situations and you think to yourself what do i want i want to drink this water right you're gonna fucking drink the water like you're you know just as well as like how people act as well as you know how you'll act. If you want something and something's put in front of you and then you're, it's like you have to do X, Y, and Z to mm-hmm. have this prize, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to do it because that's mm-hmm. what you want. It's what everyone else is like as well. So if someone wanted that, they're going to do X, Y, and Z to get there. So I guess it really just depends on how he feels about this baby mama and if like he's conflicted. Because yeah. like you can also still be having feelings for other people while you're in something. It's it's possible as well, but it's just like he clearly, but he's not putting in the work to be with you. He's putting right. in the work to be with her. Right. So that's, that's, that's just the reality. That's just, it. and you don't deserve that. You deserve to be with someone who's like, even if I, we were in a situation ship that ended in me knocking someone up, just like your friend's story, mm-hmm. he would still choose you. And then you guys would work it out as a team. You guys mm-hmm. will be a team and you'll say whatever we need to do, we'll do. Cause we want to be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make it happen. Yeah, and I also just think, like, going back to my comment about them being traditional, like, I think that's probably why they're all, he's also trying to make it work with the baby mama. Mm-hmm. It's, like, probably, I'm assuming traditional values of, like, like, for instance, my dad knocked up my mom, and that's why they got married, <laughs> you know, and had my brother. So it's, like, you kind of want to do the right thing. And, like, we're maybe we're just we're a little bit more progressive. We're just, like, shit, I'm going to have it with or without. You know what I mean? Like, we can make it work, whatever, but... And also how she said, like, we're not fully divorced. Like, I don't know. If we were already, like, divorced, but not no. legally fully done, divorced, I'm already fucking son. Like, yeah, it's fine. We're done. <laughs> so, but I feel like she's probably a little bit more, I don't know, traditional? Maybe. I fucked up. No. Either way, traditional or non-traditional, 
You, you deserve don't. to be with someone who yeah. will choose you first and foremost every single day that you wake up. Exactly. It doesn't sound like this is it at the moment. So he, yeah, he doesn't. He's yeah, not making the man. cut. He's not making the cut. Yeah, oh, I'm fuck sorry. That man. <laughs> fuck him. In conclusion, fuck all these. Fuck guys. all men. Not all of them. Well, we like our man. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm just kidding. Sometimes. Love them all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, but just men in general. Exactly. I well even the ones we love, they've got problems. <laughs> exactly. And I just I don't know. Just move on. Next one. Next. Thank you. Next. Okay, good. Oh, she's from Australia. Cute. Okay. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. We'll see. Confronting your boyfriend. You can read it. Okay. It's short and cute. It's short and cute. Um, my question is, how do I approach my boyfriend about something I saw on his phone when I wasn't meant to? Going through, going through his phone when he doesn't know. Yeah, I've unfortunately done that as well. I feel bad for going through it, but I have reasons to do it. This has happened multiple times, but I've never been able to confront him about anything I've seen because I feel in the wrong and like it will end up just being on me for being on his phone. I really need some advice because I'm dealing with the consequences of not being able to confront him about these things I'm finding, AKA messages with girls. Thanks so much. Leave him. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to give advice on this one because I think it's something everyone will struggle with. Right. When there's trust issues, which means that you guys have trust issues, which means that, this doesn't sound like it's very fun. Yeah, like what? Like I don't even know what. Vi- like it, just leave him. Like I, like I feel like if you have to get to a point to check someone's phone. Yeah. So I have done that in the past, and I it was one of those things where I was like, I will never do it again because I know the feeling of it being like this feels shitty. It's because it is shitty, and it's mm-hmm. not shitty that you did it. It's shitty that you even felt the need to do it. And I would confront him. I would tell him. I mean, you should tell him and then dump his ass. Yeah, exactly. Basically. I mean, the thing is, if he's messaging, if you saw something that you don't like, why would you want to be with someone who would do that to you? It's exactly. so much easier said than done, but I have done the thing where I've gone through a phone, seen what I didn't want to see, and then I stayed. And at the end of the day, looking Keeps back, happening. it's like it, it never stopped. So, But also, it was so embarrassing. And to think, like the relationship I'm in now would it would never, ever happen because there's so much respect. This shows me that there might not be as much respect as you would like and deserve. That you deserve, but also that you think. Like, even if he comes at you with an excuse as to why, it still happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It still happened. So, like, there, he's just – and, yeah, fuck boys are going to fucking do that. They're going to turn it around on you. I was going to say, it, like, you're going to – It's going to happen because they're here's pieces the of shit. Yeah. You're going to be like, down. Here, we'll, I saw we'll this on out. your phone. I'll be like, I went through your phone. I, so I saw this. You were Wait, messaging. You went through my phone? Yeah. When did you go through my phone? The other night. <laughs> you went through my phone? Yes. You went through my fucking phone? I went through your fucking phone and I saw fucking messages. With I don't other give bitches. a fuck what you saw. The fact that you went through my phone means that you're fucking fucked. Yeah, I'm fucking fucked. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're fucking fucked this. too. I, like, oh I know. Right? Maybe, maybe we're, we're too <laughs> we're healed. I know. We're too we're healed. Too, <laughs> we're too healed for this shit. I didn't even know what to say after you went through my phone. Yeah. I was like, wait, what happens like, now? Yeah, I went through, because, <laughs> because, I don't know, maybe now, back then, you know, to confront it is scary because you. Look, we're scared to look crazy for what we did. Mm-hmm. And, and women get a bad rap for being get, emotional. But here's the thing. 
own your shit. Also, if you felt the need to go through it, women are always right. Trust your intuition. Our intuition, like we have periods once a month and they fucking suck. But what it has given us is our fucking intuition. And that's powerful. It's so powerful. We know how to read minds. It is why men don't let women run the world because they know that we are the dominant species. And it is exactly why men are going to try and put things on you to make you feel crazy, to mm. keep you in that down place because they know how fucking powerful we are. So trust your gut, trust your intuition. This is telling me you know exactly what type of person this is. Yeah. And I don't like him. We all hate him. It's fine. And your yeah. friends probably hate him. Your mom, your dad probably hate Everyone hates him. Yeah. So. Everyone hates him. Yeah. I mean, I hate him. Yeah. And I here's the thing, because I know what it's like to be in that position and be like, okay, how do I approach it without like looking crazy? I think just getting like getting rid of that narrative and just being like, you know what? I did do it. And I'm going to own up to the fact that I did do it. And mm-hmm. you can have your opinions, but guess what? You're guilty as fuck too. And, and then I think you can, you're even worse. Yeah. So. And then what you can do is you can leave him. And with all the free time that you'll have, you can sit with yourself and you can work through the emotions that you felt needing to have to go through his phone in the first place. And then you can learn how to not have to do that again, which is the easiest thing to do. Find someone who's fucking trustworthy and not a fuck boy. Oh my God, with Morgan, I would stalk yeah. his now, like... I remember. Yeah, I remember I, I knew everything about her life. Yep. Knew so much. It, I, like, it, was, too, it was like t- obsession. It was like mm-hmm. I had to check every single day. Sometimes the first thing I would do when I'd wake up was check her fucking Facebook. Yep. Check her Instagram. Yep. Like, I needed to see because I wasn't getting answers from him. Yep. I literally, like, had... N- I found out... They were like officially together because of her Facebook and like because she put in a relationship, which is so sorry, very outdated, but Mm -hmm. she was still doing it. And um, that's how I found out. I had to lurk because I was trying to find answers. I needed answers because the person I was with was not someone I even trusted. Mm -hmm. So again, it goes back to the if you're doing this at all, it means you don't have trust. And if you have trust issues, it's just fucked. In I mean, a weird way, though, like, sometimes, like, it felt good to be kind of crazy. Like, I mean, it felt good to, like, stalk, it's a you drug. know? Because it was, like, it was also kind of that, that feeling, like, ha I found something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, there, there is this kind of satis- weird satisfaction of being, like, well, I discovered the truth. I, I fucking was a detective. Uh-huh. I investigated and Da-na-na-na-na. I found it. Inspector Gadget. Right. Like there's something really like fucked up and fun yeah. about it. And like it felt really good. So I think sometimes it was like a lot of self-sabotage to like do that. Because if you're going to look, you're going to find something. Oh, you'll you're find gonna, something. You'll find something you don't like. Yeah. You know, and so and be mad about. And so, yeah. And it's it, it, like there's just no reason like to put yourself through that but I also understand that that is a drug and so I think just recognizing that that like is a drug and that like you're because for me like I realized like oh this is like an addiction it is it fully I'm like fiending for it because it feel it felt good to be hurt it's like a dopamine rush too of like not in a good way that you feel happy it's just like this like rush of, of adrenaline emotions. and like yeah. oh my god I found something like such an adrenaline yeah and like I think I was addicted to that hurt for so long so that's why I was attracting guys like this where I didn't trust and had to like look you know 
I didn't really look through Morgan's phone, but I definitely, because I, I don't know, I was scared. <laughs> but like, and he was also very like protective of it. So I, I never had an opportunity. You, yeah. Exactly. I never had an opportunity. But like, I was able to stalk on the internet. There's ways. And so, yeah, like I, I, there was a rush that I really liked for so long. And that's what made me so attracted to the relationship, you know? But then like, and you get to a point after a while where you're just like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do it. No. And then you find someone who's like so trustworthy. And I think back then I would have, I would have been so bored of Brian. Mm -hmm. I would have been so bored because well, we were always bored of the good ones. They weren't like, they didn't give you like drama. They didn't give you tea to go to your friends with. They didn't give you like content. No, they didn't give you content. It yeah. was like you, we really were addicted to this like rush that you feel when you feel pain and then you feel happiness and you feel sadness and you feel anger. It's like, it takes you on this roller coaster that you learn to enjoy in a fucked up way. But then as you get older and you're like, oh, can, I'm like dizzy. I'm going to throw up. Can <laughs> right. we just like, can we sit on the ground and have a picnic? And like, that's the nice guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, cause the nice guys were always there. Like that's the thing. I, Brian followed me at 2017, in 2017, and so I started cute. my show in 2016, we talked in 2020, so for years, he was there. So cute. And I just was like, and I noticed him, I knew, but like, I just was like, I knew he was like, more of a settled down type of dude, but I'm mm -hmm. like, no. although yes, I wanted that, I was always like, I just want a boyfriend. Deep down, I wanted, I wanted some sort of rush of mm -hmm. something, yep. you know, like, and that comes well, from you, the fuckboys. you boys. got him when you were ready. I got him when I was ready. Yep. And also, I feel like for, in a weird way, I felt like I wasn't deserving enough for Brian or just in general a good guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of it is really just like the self-worth because if a good guy comes along, it's either, yes, he's boring or I'm not good enough. Yeah. And Absolutely. so, yeah. I, for example, became addicted to the idea of me being like the... Um, this is something I've learned just recently is like the putting myself on this pedestal. I became literally, a, I couldn't, I didn't know how to be in a relationship where I didn't get to be the good person, where I didn't get to be the person that got to be upset because I would find things or things mm -hmm. would upset me or they would do things. Yeah. That make you'd me be mad. the one that was like hurt. Yeah. And then I got to walk around on my high horse and be like, look, it was such an ego trip of like, I'm a good person. That They're is a bad person. So true. It is something I just came to realize. Wait, recently. no, no, no. That's just like my, that was mind blowing. Yes. Yeah, it's wild. Continue. So like, <laughs> It, it it's just one of these things where like you in the moment you're like well but look I'm good they're bad but looking back it became an addiction I didn't know how to exist without being this good person and bringing someone else down even if they had done something to hurt me and they were a dick or a fuck boy or whatever it still was I only ever found myself in these situations because I needed, my ego needed it. My ego needed to feel like I was good. I was right. I was right. I yes. was always right. I always needed to feel like I was right. So I needed need to, to put be myself like the in one, situations. The one that, like, that got away. Yeah. I needed to put myself in situations where I got to be the right person. Right. And that meant I would get hurt a lot. But also, I, 
it was really wrong because it was it's just so an ego true. trip at the end of the day. And like, it made me just as wrong as my partner was in different ways, maybe less toxic ways or no, 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 not less toxic. Maybe like getting cheated on, which has ha happened to me multiple times. Like that is not as comparable to like having an ego trip of wanting to be the person that didn't cheat on you. Right. But at the end of the day, looking back on my relationships, I don't look at any of them that were toxic, even the abusive one as being something that I didn't, Fully have an active hand in being a toxic relationship. You're not just the victim now. No, yeah. no. And like being in that victim mentality for so long kept me from like truly healing. And as soon as I had that realization of like, fuck, I also was kind of shit. And not mm. only to, it was more so shit to myself. Mm. I was able to take ownership and then I was able to move on. Right. It's insane when you like come to that realization. That's of, so, like, yeah, no. Cause I mean, I definitely been in like situations where I was like, okay, actually, no. Like, I think I mentioned in the last episode where I was like, oh, actually, yeah, no, I was wrong. And that's yeah. why I got broken up with and all yeah. these things. But, but in a way where it was like, how my ego, what, like, there is this thing of like, there is an ego thing of, yes, it's like, oh, why would you leave me? But also, like, I don't, like, oh, like, I'm the, like the ego of like I'm the good person in the situation and you're the bad guy. Mm -hmm. There is this kind of like feeling of like hierarchy in that mm -hmm. of being the good person in the story. Yeah. Being I, the victim of the story. I labeled it like the halo effect because it makes you feel like you're this like angel that's like, oh my God, I'm so good, you're so bad. But we've also played a part in it too. Absolutely. We've I mean, also Because you know, what what that does and what I would do then is you go you reach, you go searching for things even when they might have, I mean, in my situation, they were always doing something wrong. But, like, you will then reach for things to be mad about. You'll look for things to then make you look better. Like, you will keep yes. yourself in this, like, perpetual state of hurt just so that you can then counteract it with, like, an ego trip. This is... <laughs> This is free therapy, y'all. No, I, no, no, literally, because I, like, feel like, oh, wait, that's exactly what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I was able to, like, articulate that and, like, fully, that was the best way to articulate it because there really is this, like, and no one ever talks about that. No. That's the thing, because you never because want. it makes you then wrong. Like, that's the whole reason that you're doing that in the first place is you don't want to be wrong. You want to feel right all the time. So mm -hmm. then why would you come out of it and then be like, oh, I was wrong. Unless you're doing the work on yourself, you're going to therapy, you're being real and introspective, right. and you're maturing, you can look back on those situations and be like, I really, really, really didn't want to be wrong. And so I might have like put myself in shit situations where like- Right, look for issues or problems or self-sabotage. Or, or people, yeah, people in general who are bad. So you wanted to be like the good girl or- yeah. There's something with that, with your ego that does- It's fully ego. That does happen and we don't like, it's- toxic it's yeah yeah oh my god and yeah and, and then you know what when that happens you keep them in the doghouse you're like what can I do to get them right to repay me and so, you know sometimes like I think about like, the Morgan situation a lot you were in the breakup episode so Nini you mm -hmm. were there for it. it um I mean don't get me wrong there was a he was very manipulative and gaslit me a lot and made me feel very like insane sometimes but I feel like I, I don't know how to articulate this but it's like I feel like I still contribute to the toxicity in a sense of like I don't know like 
it was weird. It was it was like maybe it was just putting him on blast so much. Like I think how I am now with like my boyfriend and how much I love him and like you know I want to protect the relationship. There isn't any like I mean maybe the ego with the washing the dishes whatever. But as far as like <laughs> how our our relationship isn't running on ego. No. And so, but with like Morgan, it felt like there was so much ego in it in a sense of like I did get a rush of feeling like I was the hurt one Mm -hmm. in a fucked up way Mm -hmm. you know like um I mean it sucked to be hurt but it like but it it made it but in a way like because he was so bad and treated me like shit and that was like shown it made me feel good that I was like the good person being portrayed as the good person in this situation. Like there was a weird fucked up ego thing there Uh where it was like, Oh, I'm so great. Like, why wouldn't you want to be like, you did this to me. You lie. You did this to me. And granted, like he shouldn't have done any of that stuff. But my re my feelings towards that, there was a a bit of an ego thing there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it was low effect and it felt it painful. Yes. I was addicted to that pain. But that's what I'm saying is like that's that's what makes it an addiction is like it's this fucked up cycle of knowing if we go through pain. It's like you get it's what is the like Pavlov thing like if you know that you're going through this pain but you know that there's a cookie at the other end of it. So like you're going to keep doing it because right. you know that what's on the other end is this like ego trip satisfaction of like Right. Aha, uh-huh, but I could be you're going to make me feel hurt but then I can prove I'm better than you. And I think that, like... And even when people are shitty, they're still human. Like, I'm not making excuses for anyone for being, like, shitty partners or a fuckboy. But at the end of the day, like, everyone has their own traumas that lead them to make good or bad decisions. And, like, if we look at people in a more, like, humanistic, like, just with a little more compassion, even... I think it's the people that don't deserve the compassion that need it the most in order to understand it. It's like, sure, they did something fucked up. But maybe in that moment, like, leaving, but also granting compassion for your own sanity and healing instead of, like, perpetuating it by, like, keeping yourself above them and then staying and letting it happen again and again and again. Right, right. Is, like, best for everyone's, like, growth and, like... Because I think deep down I didn't really... Like, I loved him and I, like, you know, liked him and I, I felt you know, like a lot of empathy towards him. And, you know, when you really get close to someone, you feel a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. but it like, I knew that I was too good and it made me feel good to feel, I don't know. Like, it's almost like I, you kind of do have to get someone shitty to make you feel good in a way. Like Mm -hmm. it was like an ego thing. Yeah. I don't know. But when you're with someone good, you never have to like, there's no, there's no, there's no, fight for the ego like you can both look at each other as like we're both good we are both good humans and we both deserve each other right because it's like at the end of the day granted he should have went went about things differently he ended up with someone that he really did love and had love for and it was his ex-girlfriend and they've you know had a kid based off of what I lurked I haven't lurked in a while like Mm -hmm. actually like at all this year even but from the last thing that I've seen you know obviously they had a a child together so you know again he chose himself in that situation and it did hurt me I was involved um and but like we're fine I don't know it's just 
I don't know, like explain it, but how it falls into the ego. My mind is everywhere because I'm kind of really mind blown by that fact. And now, <laughs> you know, when like I'm, it's me, I'm just it trying to, I'm, tr- I'm trying to like process, process it. And that's yeah. why I can't really articulate clearly right now because yeah. I'm like, we'll get, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. But I'm, I think I'm just mind it. blown. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about it out loud. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if any of this makes sense. You'll, you'll, you'll sort it. Yeah. Because there was, yeah. Cause there was always this weird thing of like, I liked it. Oh my God. Mind blown. Okay. I know. Next email. Halo effect. I'm telling you, there's something to it. Let's do one more email because I need to recover. Okay. Oh my God. Should I do a juicy one? I cheat on my ex. Yes. With his cousin. I wanted to hear this one. Oh, okay. Long story short, I cheat on my ex with his cousin. (laughs) I used to work with them and my ex got fired. The three, the three of would always take our lunch together. Three of us would always take our lunch together and we'll go get high during our breaks. After my ex got fired, his cousin and I just continued with our schedule program, get high. He was always super nice to me and I never thought much of it until months after he started to get a little touchy. I would always just laugh it off and call him a weirdo. I wouldn't feed onto it. My ex and I, where am I? My ex and I started to go through little rough patches and started to notice red flags. He hardly ever wanted to hang out or go out uh, or go out. He became extremely dry with me. Hang out or go out. He became extremely dry with me. His cousin started to become that shoulder to cry on. And he just started to confirm my suspicions that I had. He even showed me, showed me receipt, LOL. One being that he was talking to someone else. I think the boyfriend boyfriend yeah the same day he confirmed to me about the other girl he made a move he made a move on me and I shut it down I told him that I didn't want that type of karma oh wait so the day so the same day he confirmed to me about the other girl he made a move on me oh no so he was the cousin was telling her about the girl that the he, girl's boyfriend no the the cousin was telling her about her boyfriend talking to someone else oh. which is why he was being dry Okay. okay. So the same day he told her that her boyfriend was talking to somebody Oh, else. he made a he move. Made a move okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. I told him that I didn't want that type of karma. But later that, so she didn't want to like give it yep. back. She was trying to be good. Yep. Okay. But later that week, I thought about it and it just seemed right. If he was going to play games, why couldn't I? I ended up making the move on his cousin this time around. We started to have sex every day during our lunch breaks. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> and lunchtime and even after work. We were no longer getting high, just having sex. It was honestly the best sex I had at the time. I believe it was the adrenaline to getting caught having sex at work or by my ex. Adrenaline, mm, addiction. I even had a, preg- a pregnancy scare, but once that scare was over, I ghosted both of them and left my job. Okay. I even had my family tell them that I left the city. Till this day, the cousin is still trying to get in contact with me, but I never go back to it. And it was a great five-month adventure, but never again. Oh, she's in Eaglewood, so she's close by. So no advice. Just wanted to tell us the juice. Yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, you did the right thing. Yeah. So I, like, she, oh, shit. I mean, she didn't do the right thing, but did the right thing to fix it. Well, but also, like, if he started playing, not that you should, like, do something in retaliation, but, like, it it sounds like that relationship was already going south anyways. 
Again, yeah. not saying like that's the, the right move that should have been over before you started that, but it's not like you did it on someone who was like being the best partner. Yeah, like it wasn't like he was loyal. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, I guess the fucked up thing it was like his cousin, but whatever, that's between them. I mean, yeah, that's not your thing. That's not her. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's on them. She's just doing her. Mm-hmm. And like her man was cheating. So she's like, fuck you. I'm a fuck your cousin. I mean, I kind (gasps) of respect it. I kind of like that. I I mean, it's fucked. I would never do that. But like, I give you props. Like, I I kind of support it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I mean, I would never do it to Brian because it's a different relationship. But if I had, you know, a man, like, shit, I'll fuck Morgan's fucking cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and fuck around. I'll fuck your cousin. Right. I'll fuck your cousin if you're going to, like, do that. Especially if you have, like. I mean, that's a way to get back at someone. Not that I'm, again, I'm not saying it's good to, like, retaliate, but. It's not. We're just having fun. Because, I mean, you know what? That's that's not her problem. It's their problem. No. Because they're both shitty. The, right. the boyfriend. Also, shit. you said no at first. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you did try and do something, and then you went with your gut because you said it felt right, and then you followed your gut. Right. Like, the boyfriend shitty and the cousin shitty for, like. I mean, men are just shitty. Yeah. yeah. Besides ours. Besides ours. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck it. You did the right thing by being like, all right, got mine. Deuces. Deuces. Like, there is kind of a thrill that they were like, fucking, I don't know. Like, I know, I, I know. Like, I, I know. You, I knew you got turned on. I got, like, like a it, little it, turned on by that email. Like, she was just like, oh, yeah, like, sex up during break. I was like, ooh. Fun. That's, like, dangerous. Yeah. Like, where was it? In a car? Outside? At work? Was there a break Right. <gasps> like, yeah, where did they fuck? I'm imagining it, like... In the car. Outside. Outside? Yeah. And in the car. It's so scary. Yeah, and, like, every day, too. It's just, like, guaranteed And, like, like breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Like, <gasps> I kind of like that. Like, I mean, I feel like... I don't know. I've never, like, fucked a coworker, so I don't even know. Me either. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Obviously, I am. I mean, like, I like, I fucked Brian like during like a break, like a work break, but it's like we work from home. Yeah. So it's like not as fun. It was fun, but it wasn't like as thrilling. Yeah. Yeah, I got kind of horny. I might have to like revisit that. Okay. I have to like role play. Uh huh. (laughs) Let's archive this one. (laughs) Archive. Yeah, we'll use that later. But anyways, oh my god, it's already an hour. That's wild. Well, any last words about, I'm still like mind fucked. I know. You're going to have to take this one home. I'm going to have to like really sit with this and like really think about like my actions and like my relationships because I like never related to anything more because I felt like that really articulated a lot of how I felt. Well, it's all about like healing. I've learned is like just it all starts with like taking accountability because mm. unless you're completely honest with yourself about the situation, you're always only going to run this version of the story in your head to keep yourself in this place of like, I don't know, not necessarily pain, but like, it'll always just be there. And right. once I was ready, I was like, I'm tired. I'm over it. Like I've moved on. I'm not there anymore, but also like it will, I can tell there's still pain there. There's like residual like resentment and there's anger still there. Mm. And once I was able to like see it clearly as like, yes, they did this to anger me, but also I have a hand in it. It helps you kind of grasp that a little bit where you're like, we were both consenting parties to this toxic relationship. Let's let it go. Yeah. It reminded me of like, Jess said something in one of the episodes where she was like, if, 
you know, if I like date a man and there's these red flags, like I'm going to hold myself accountable because like if he breaks my heart, like I broke my heart because it like gives, I don't want to give him the power of the fact that like he did this to me, but when I'm the one that put myself in this situation with him, knowing these things. Yeah. So she said in a very, like a, like in a beautiful catchier way than, and probably more motivating, but like, it's, you know, in that kind of sense of just like, it's almost like holding your power back when you hold yourself accountable and like see yourself like it is powerful outside of like your emotions and your ego, but it's mature. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's where I found the most amount of peace is actually when I'm allowing myself to be uncomfortable with my decisions and actions and like see myself as imperfect instead of just like, the victim. Yeah. The victim mindset is so, well, I hate victim mindset. It's just, yeah, it's like the most toxic thing that you can do. Unless you actually are a victim of. Yes, absolutely. That, abuse, but this is but different. This, this is like, is, yeah. This is just like. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> We're tired. It's oh time. God, I'm going yeah. to let you go to bed. Go. I did like four episodes tonight. I know. So I'm, I'm I don't like, know how you, I did two and I'm like. <laughs> huh? What's my name? <laughs> Rose kept me going, though. She kept me going. She's amazing. Anyways, plug yourself. Uh, why don't you do it? Because you do it so well. Okay. It's at Rach, W-S-B-R-C-H. Yep, there you go. I can't believe I know that. I know. And, then, and I don't. <laughs> I can't believe I don't. You're like, what is it again? What? <laughs> and then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Thank you, Rachel, for spending hours with me I mean, to record this. These episodes, best hours of my life. I know the next thing, next time you're on, you're probably like pregnant. Just kidding. I mean, no, it won't. When are you gonna come back? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We know what baby fever is, though. We, you know, we're manifesting great things. Manifest in in the times that they should come. Mm -hmm. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Broke girl therapy. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.